Hello, frenzies, and welcome back to episode nine of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin, and today I decided to do something a little bit different. I mean, it's only episode nine, so how different can it be already? <laughs> but anywho, I wanted to do a three-part series about the topic of money. I recently polled my Instagram audience and I asked them, what, what is really stressing you out right now? And I would say that 70% of people replying said something to do with money. And so I thought, well, it must be on the minds and hearts of a lot of people. And I just wanted to have a couple shows just ded dedicated just to that. So let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Before we start, I just wanted to thank you for letting me into your ears today. <laughs> and there are two ways you can thank me if you if you so choose to after you listen to the episode and you're like, wow, I got some good ideas from that. You could leave me a review on iTunes. That's pretty much the biggest gift you can give any podcaster. So if you have podcasts you listen to and you haven't left them reviews yet, go and leave them reviews. It's the number one nicest thing you can do for anybody. And then the second thing you could do, if you feel like it, you could take a screenshot of an episode you're listening to on your phone or in the car, or just a picture of you listening. I just love to see who's out there enjoying the content. It kind of keeps me going for the next week. And then if you do that, put it on your Insta stories or even on Facebook, I suppose. <laughs> and you can tag me at the whimsical teacher. I should pop right up. I just love seeing what's what what's going on out there. <laughs> it's like I'm traveling the world through your ears. <laughs> well, that wasn't creepy. Okay, welcome back to episode nine of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I'm your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the whimsical teacher online because I'm a, I'm a little weird. And that's probably why you're listening to this show right now, because you're a little weird too. So we have something in common. Yay! Anyway, today I thought it would be fun to do a three-part series on money. So let me explain how I want to divide up the series. Maybe there'll be one episode that will resonate more with you where you're like, yes, that's where I need help. So episode one, today's episode, which is actually episode nine, sorry, that got confusing really fast. <laughs> Part one will be your money mindset. Like how are the negative thoughts that you have going on in your head affecting your spending habits and how much money you have right now. It's a really hot topic. So we're going to be thinking about money mindset for this episode. Next episode, I'd like to talk about investments, like what you should be doing with the money that you have right now. And everybody does have money coming in that they could be investing. So we're going to talk a lot about investments. And then the third episode, I'm going to talk about ways you can make more money because that's usually what people want to know the most about. Just tell me how to make the money. 
please. So hopefully I'll be giving you good ideas in each one. I think they're all going to be valuable. Um, I uh, I do have a finance degree uh, in personal financial planning. That was my original goal when I went to college is I really wanted to help people build portfolios. And I found out once I got out of college, it was more about selling life insurance. That's that's where all the jobs were. And I mean, I can I can go off about life insurance too. There are some good and bad things about it, but I just didn't want to spend my life uh, selling life insurance to people. <laughs> that sounded funny. <laughs> it just didn't appeal to me. And there's just kind of a, there's a weird game you have to play with it. It's almost like becoming a multi-level marketer. You have to you know, you have to hit up all your friends and family. One company I started this internship with, and they wanted me to list 50 people that I could go talk to about their life insurance products. That was my first job duty. And I didn't even know 50 people at that time. I was like, uh, <laughs> but anywho, so, but I do have an interest in money and I've, you know, being a finance major, I know a teeny tiny little bit about it. Sometimes when I talk to teachers, I feel like, wow, you know, I feel like a part of our teacher education program should really be talking about money because, you know, everyone thinks that teachers don't make enough money and everyone feels like teachers are spending too much on their classrooms. And it's just such a hot topic with teachers. And then there's this idea in the world that as a public servant, you can't grow wealth for yourself. And all of those thoughts are wrong. So that's what I'm hoping to kind of squash in these episodes. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about my money journey and maybe some of it will resonate with you. I think I've already said resonate about five times in this episode. So next time you see me in real life, you could just smack me. Okay, let's start. Okay, I feel a huge part of getting yourself right with money is being able to tell your money story. Like, where did it all go wrong? (laughs) What happened to you? Why don't you have any money right now? What what's going on? And this is just something that I personally believe in. I didn't read it in a self-help book or anything, but it's something I'd like to challenge you to do. Is just go, you know, in a in a journal somewhere and I want you to write your money story. Like what were your earliest thoughts about money? What was money like when you were growing up? When you started making your own money, what happened to it? What did you do with it? What are your thoughts about money? This is very therapeutic for figuring out, okay, these are my thoughts and this is where I've been going wrong. <laughs> it's, it really helps. So let me tell you a chunk of my money story. First of all, I grew up pretty pretty lower, lower middle class, borderline poverty. My parents were bartenders for most of my life. So they lived off of tips. My dad kind of broke away from bartending and he sold like used cars and mobile homes and even shoes. (laughs) So a lot of our, because my parents had an unpredictable income, like our whole life was based upon if they made sales, if they got tips. And it was kind of an unhealthy way probably to start out life, right? 
it wasn't very stable ever the topic of money in my household never a stable topic but I will say something for my parents when I was really young I was probably eight or nine they started a savings account for me and every time I got money from relatives we would go down to the bank and they wouldn't let me spend it and I would have to put it in my savings account So I thought that was really awesome. I thought that was a really good first step. Of course, something went wrong along the way, and that's what we're getting to. So I put this money away, and, you know, they told me, they're like, you know, once you turn 16, maybe you should spend your money on getting yourself a car or something. I mean, you don't have to, but it's going to be your money at that point to do what you want. And so the the day came and I started kind of hustling around the age of 12. I started doing yard sales. They they give me a bunch of their stuff to sell that they didn't want anymore. The neighbors would give me their stuff to sell. I'd pocket all the profits. <laughs> and I had, you know, of course I had lemonade stands. At one point I made a pancake stand. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking selling cold pancakes on the street corner, but That was my mindset. And then I was babysitting a lot. Once I turned 12, babysitting all the time. And by the time I was 16 and it was time to buy a car, I was so excited. I just wanted that freedom. And I had saved up four or $5,000 in the bank just from putting a 20 away here and there. And I went and I bought my first car. My dad kind of helped me. It was a little Honda Accord and I was just so proud of it. It had a moonroof and I was able to pay my own insurance and my registration. And I felt so proud of myself. It was like my biggest accomplishment in life (laughs) was getting this car. Anywho, I spent a lot of money um, detailing the car and putting like, I put like seat covers in the car. And I remember it was the second week I owned the car. I paid one of my dad's friends to give it an oil change. I was just going to go down to Jiffy Lube and do it. But my dad was like, no, no, no. Your uncle Paul can do it just fine. It'll be fine. Let him do it. So he gave, gave the car an oil change. And the very next day, my engine blew. It was horrible. It was it was irreplaceable. It turns out the people I bought the car from had been putting synthetic oil in it. And then when we did the oil change, we put regular oil in. And you can't really go from like a really heavy synthetic blend to back to regular oil without the car. Like it can cause serious problems and if you know anything about cars, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, one of the head gaskets cracked and I ended up pouring another couple thousand into it, but I pretty much lost the car. It like it never came back after that. And I was devastated. I had a little bit of money to get another car, but it just wasn't as cool. I mean, it was like, I went from this really cute, sporty little Honda Accord with a sunroof to like this, I don't know, it was like a 1975, like brown old Cutlass that I, that I got with like the rest of my money. I mean, it was, it was bad. I was in bad shape. So anywho, that kind of started me down a negative path with money because I started thinking that, 
you know, it doesn't matter if I save money because my money's just going to disappear. That's how I started seeing it. And I seriously have battled with that one thought my entire adult life. Like, oh, it won't matter if I have a savings because something bad will happen and it will all disappear. And it is a really negative thought. But I just thought I would share my money story with you. And maybe you can go back and share yours with, with me sometime. I'd love to hear it. I think fixing our money problems is a lot like fixing other problems in our life. Like if you're going to start your weight loss journey, maybe you tell your weight story. If you're going to switch careers, maybe you list all the careers you've had in the past and why you want to change. Or I mean, just when we want to change anything in our lives, we kind of have to examine our thought patterns and our history with that topic. And I think sometimes we're just sort of scared of our money story and telling it to other people and putting it out there because we feel dumb. I mean, I felt dumb for years after that first car incident. And then I just struggled the next 10 years trying to get a decent car. I've owned probably 25 cars in my life. (laughs) And that's usually a huge shock for people. I mean, the last few years have been pretty good, but just, I don't know, like, I think, but I think that's, that's what bonds us together as humans is being able to have a story that's maybe slightly embarrassing, but true, but real, you know, you can't be scared of what people are going to think, because if you can't even tell the truth to yourself, like in a journal, I mean, how do you expect things to get better in your life? (laughs) You got to be honest with yourself, like, okay, this is why I messed up. Some of the best advice I ever read about money, after I after I wrote my money story and I was kind of sitting on that for a while, I I read this advice. It was it, and it said, think about how you talk about money in your head. Like, how do you when the topic of money comes up, what are your thoughts? Now, imagine money is your best friend. If you told your best friend all those things, would they still want to be your best friend? <laughs> Probably not, because a lot of people, when they're having thoughts about money, it's that they don't have enough and they need more. And it's always a problem. And and you imagine if you were saying those things to your best friend, like if you were being needy, negative, always, you know, maybe you tell yourself that you're just bad with money. I mean, that person wouldn't want to be your best friend anymore, (laughs) for sure. So you have to really examine like, can you change your thoughts? Like, can you start pretending like money is your bestie? And how do you treat your bestie compared to how do you treat money? Like money needs to become a relationship in your life that you treat well. You know, do you make poor decisions when dealing with your bestest friend's feelings? Probably not. Hopefully not. But do you make bad decisions with money? Probably. So how can you transfer that relationship and start to feel good with your relationship with money, just like you feel good about your relationship with your best friend? And if you're listening to this now, I hope you're not on the outs with your best friend because that would be kind of (laughs) awkward. Once you write your money story, you're going to probably find something sort of negative in it. And like I found when I wrote out my story that, you know, every time I get a lot of money, 
I lose the money. (laughs) That is my negative thought, that it doesn't matter how much money I have because it's all going to disappear. That is my negative thought. I looked up more negative thoughts just so you can kind of try to find out what yours is, like what's holding you back. Uh, Here were some that I just kind of randomly Googled. Uh, Wealth, if you're wealthy, you're selfish. I think that's a big one in today's world. Um, More money, more problems. Mm -hmm. The love of money is the root of evil. I know a lot of people believe that. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. Saving is hoarding. When you save money, you're just hoarding things. You don't deserve money. You really don't. (laughs) I'm not telling you you don't. I'm just saying that that could be one of your beliefs. I almost convinced myself for a second. I was like, wait a second here. (laughs) Riches are only for a few. Um, It's all my parents' fault that I'm like this. And you see, I start out this episode kind of like, well, I grew up really poor and you know, my parents were bartenders, so on and so forth. Well, that is a really negative mindset. And I work on that myself. Like you are, you do not have to blame everything on your parents (laughs) forever. At some point, you got to stop. Okay, once you identify your negative money mindset, and you really need to start working on convincing yourself that it's wrong, that that negative thought you're having about money is completely wrong. And it's hard, like, how do you flip a negative mindset, a belief that maybe you've held on to for decades? How do you change that around? Well, one thing you can do is look up positive money affirmations. And just every time you have that feeling sneaking into your head, maybe it's every time you pay bills and you're just like, I don't have enough money for anything. Or maybe it's when you go shopping and you see something you want and you know you don't have enough money for it. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't have enough money. I mean, just thinking to yourself, you don't have enough money is kind of putting you on a negative track. Um, So anyway, here are some money affirmations. They are a little woo-woo, but I think it's better to have something woo-woo and positive replacing the negative thoughts in your head than to keep on going down your negative road because, I mean, where has it really gotten you? (laughs) And I'm talking to myself right now. Like, where has my negative thoughts about money really gotten me? It's gotten me in debt. It's gotten me complaining about money all the time. So here are some uh, positive money affirmations. And you can go Google these. There's a whole bunch of them out there. And some of them are kind of cheesy, but they do work. I started using them a, a few years ago and then really confronting my money issues and problems, really looking like I start. I ordered my credit score and I look at it all the time. <laughs> I check my credit score more than I check my weight now. <laughs> It's become a bit of an obsession, but I mean, it's good because I'd rather know what my situation is than continue to ignore it. I'd rather see some sort of wealth growing. Um, And we're going to talk about that more in the next episode. Okay, here are your positive money affirmations just to try out once you identify those negative thoughts. Um, I am a money magnet. (laughs) That one just seems so cheesy to me, but I I do use that one in the mornings when I wake up. I have everything I need. I am worthy of making money. I am open to receiving wealth. Money is the root of joy and happiness. I can manage large sums of money. 
Money makes my life better. I feel at peace when I have money. Money expands my opportunities and experiences. Money has a positive impact on me. Those are just some of my favorites. And there's a whole bunch out there that you can Google. But, you know, maybe you just write some of those down. Maybe you go Google yourself a list and just, you know, I actually kept some in my pocket for a while. And every time I was out shopping or I felt inferior when it came to money, I would just read them. And it really did help. I mean, I think it helped me start to see money as less of a burden and more of a good thing and a tool that I could use in my life. Um, since I started that um, a few years ago, I've saved over $20,000. Um, I still have a lot of debt, but I do have that savings. And I'll tell you in the next episode how I got it. But it's better than what I had before, <laughs> which was nothing. <laughs> so anyways, um, I hope that you got something cool out of this episode. I love talking about money. I think it's kind of weird that, I don't know, I feel like, especially on social media, people just kind of act like it's impolite to talk about money. But I mean, money, I mean, everything we do, we need money for. But then we avoid the topic like someone's talking about this contagious disease. Like, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to hear about money. I don't want to talk about my money. I don't want to hear about your money. No, 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 no. (laughs) And I think that's kind of where we've gone wrong is we should be a little more blunt and open and frank about it especially as teachers, because I mean, we're, you know, we should be teaching students that, you know, we're, we're preparing them for jobs they're going to get someday, but then we don't really talk about what they're going to do with this money once they get the jobs. Like we never talk about it. And something I'm kind of passionate about, and maybe I'll go into in a different episode, but I just, I mean, like it's, it's a huge force in all of our lives. And I would just like you to be at least open after listening to this episode, writing down your money story, confronting your negative thoughts about it, and just really you know, looking for a way to get yourself on the right track. Because if we're not on the right track as teachers, how are we going to spill that knowledge down to our students someday or our children? I mean, how can other people learn from us if we have all these negative thoughts and we think that money is just this huge burden when it's really not? We need to change our mindsets. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and I will see you for part two. And don't forget that the most important person in your life is you. Put yourself first this week. That is your goal. Bye, everyone. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je- Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know how to stop. <laughs>